than answers like why can't you lick any part of your reflection except your tongue hi america never thought about that i have many times what licking my reflection oh Oh, you said reflection i don't care if you don't like my hair because i know i'm amazing hi america hello world what does that mean my name is adrian it means i am your host Welcome to the show, more questions than answers, the only paranormal quiz show anywhere in the world. Each week, my guests and I will search the world's newspapers, websites and TV shows just for you to bring you the very best in paranormal talk radio entertainment and enlightenment. We will then test each other's knowledge of the week's events of the mysterious, strange, supernatural, unusual, bizarre, and just plain weird. If you have just tuned in especially to hear the show, then I admire your taste. If you have just tuned in by accident, then I admire your luck. I am huddled under my quilt with a large flashlight and a nice cup of tea with tonight's guests somewhere in the barren wildernesses of the Midwest Plains. We have the sound of my elderly mother snoring distantly from the room next door. Now each week, we press our ear against the bedroom wall Whatever my mother listened to before she went to bed, her unconscious mind picks and pulls and she snores that very song. Let's have a listen. There we go. Your own personal... Personal. Wow, Depeche Mode. There we go. Depeche Mode, that's French for werewolfies. Bit bit avant-garde for my mother, isn't it? A little bit avant-garde. Departure from Barry Manilow and the Carpenters, isn't it? Nice. So snuggle under your covers, turn out your lights, and hold on tight. The rules are very simple. Points will be awarded randomly for being interesting or for making me laugh or shiver in horror. Extra points will be available for shock and all value. To help me control my rowdy panel of recidivists and reprobates, I will employ what I have called the inappropriate bell. An example of this would be... The panel have no idea what's coming. I have no idea what stories they have for tonight's show. So let me introduce my guests. Firstly, the mysterious and adolescent Heather Morris. She's been a paranormal investigator for many years with her own team called Hellhound Investigations and does all of her best work in the shadows. She is now one of the leading audio and DVP experts with the International Paranormal Society and brings her knowledge and research skills to tonight's show. She is also our producer and sound engineer. Don't make me regret this is something Heather says to herself every time she accepts a Facebook friend request from a relative. Welcome to the show, Miss Morris. That's true. Uh Uh-huh. Many a true (laughs) word. 
I also wish to introduce the mad and crazy Michelle Corey. She was born and raised in Moira, Minnesota, and has a keen and avid interest in all things paranormal. Michelle wants to know why farts aren't contagious like yawning. Oh, God. God, it would be unbearable in this room, wouldn't it? If you started the ball rolling, it's an airtight studio. I know it's sealed in here. Can you imagine if they were contagious like yawning? You'd lean back in your chair. Wow. Before you know where you are, you could kill someone. There we go. Everyone's joining in. Don't feel left out, Miss Morris. Feel free to jump in whenever you want. No. If you was in an elevator, you could kill somebody. When I need to fart and I'm in the cinema, I fart during an explosion. I thought I'd share that with you. What if it's not an action movie? I, I, it doesn't, didn't work so well for Pride and Prejudice, <laughs> I have to say that. <laughs> yeah, not so good on Pride and Prejudice. Mm. Yeah. I may have over-trusted that one, Miss Bennett. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Darcy, I'm undone. They're mad. They're bad. They're paranormal. This is Season 3, Episode 20. We sprint into the first round that is the general lack of knowledge with the spicy gong of infinite knowledge, the beans of statistics and the cauliflower cheese of facts. Stand back, it's imminent. There we go. Like Pavlov's dog. Get ready for general ignorance. Today is officially no panties day. Did you know that? Are we celebrating that, Michelle Corrie? It's every day. I know. You like to support the armed forces by going commando. Yep. Morris? Yep. So no panties day today, and we're all adhering to this rule, are we? Yeah. No knickers, <laughs> no drawers, no briefs, and no filter if the last minute was anything to go by. So for the first time in the history of more questions, the answers I can't believe. Fascinating facts and strange stories of underwear. Should be good at this, right, ladies? Yes. No. The average American woman owns, on average, how many pairs of panties? And seeing you complained, Heather, last week and every week for the last five years, Michelle can take this one first and you can decide whether you want to go higher or lower. But points will be awarded. The average American woman owns, on average, how many pairs of knickers? Twelve. 12% or 12 pairs of knickers? Twelve pair. Twelve pair. We can go with that. What do you think, Maurice? Higher or lower? Well, am I going by me or the rest of the women? <laughs> if you're going by you, it's zero. But you're not like most women, are you? That's right. What if you had an accident? What if you get run over? God. If I had an accident, I'll have an accident. Therefore, it wouldn't matter. No. I don't care. Nothing to mop it up. Wow. <laughs> Who cares? Who cares? I love pioneer women. Hurrah. <laughs> wow. What are we going with? Higher or lower? Higher. You are, in fact, correct. 21. Wow. On average, 21 for the average woman in America, 10% own over 35, apparently. That's one for every day of the month and five in case you have an accident. Right. Friends are like panties. Did you know this? Some crawl up your butt. Some don't have the strength to hold you up. Some get a little twisted. Some are your favorite. Some are holy. Some are cheap. Some are naughty. And some cover your butt when you need them to. Oh. And some you'd like to blow a hole in. Wow. Ooh. Shakespeare, I believe. <laughs> Your friends? <laughs> it's, a bit feisty to, it's a bit feisty, isn't it, today? A little bit testy. <laughs> wow. You are both twisted, naughty, and crawl up my butt. But not yes. holy, though, you'd be pleased to know. Mm. Miss Morris wins the first points in the round 
of general lack of knowledge, the country that boasts the most Victoria's Secrets models is. Brazil. And I'm going to go to Morris first. Why would you say that? Because. Just because. Copacabana Beach for the Brazilian. The Brazilian. Ooh. Yeah. And that's why they should be Victoria's Secrets models. Yes, and they have big bum bums. This is true. Genetically, there is a larger bottom there, I believe. Yes. Mm. What are you going to go with, Corrie? Oh, either Sweden or the United States. Well, I'll put you out of your misery. It's in fact, Brazil, Miss Morris, yeah! once again has cheated, looked at my notes when I went to squeeze the lemon 10 minutes ago. I looked at nothing of yours. I overheard a woman in Walmart tell her friend she'd slept with a Brazilian last night. And her friend said, wow, how many is a Brazilian? <laughs> oh, my no. God. True. Mm. I love this show. I love this show. <laughs> Did you know Great Britain sells the highest number of the largest bra cup sizes of anywhere in the world? Really? Lots Absolutely. of stuffers. I have no idea what's going on. Perhaps we put growth hormone in our milk. I have no idea what's happening. The smallest bra sizes are sold in which country? Quickly, just, just off China. the China. Japan. Oh, I'm going to give you some extra points, Michelle. It is, in fact, Japan. At a recent auction in Edinburgh, in Scotland, which is the enemy, which we shall discuss, a pair of Queen Victoria's knickers were sold for how much money? And I'll take it in pounds, if that's okay. So, I'm going to go to Morris first. 35,000 35,000 pounds for a pair of Queen Victoria's old drawers. Higher. You are wrong. Heather's right. It was, in fact, £9,375, which is about $14,000. They were made from yards and yards of cream fabric, and they had VR embroidered on the front for Victoria. Which queen? Queen Victoria. Victoria. Oh. Why? Why When you said yards and yards, I was thinking, the current queen? The current yards queen? Yards? Where's she putting it all? Well, you know why the current queen has got so many kids? She's got ER written on her knickers. <laughs> I don't know what I don't that means. ER? Come and get it. ER. Oh, God. Oh, Elizabeth ER. Regina. ER. Victoria no. Regina was embroidered on the front of them, of course. Vin Diesel would be in trouble, wouldn't he? Mm-hmm. Hear what I'm saying? No. Work it out. On this day in Indianapolis in 1903 the notorious american bank robber john dillinger was born so for the first time in the history of mqta radio i can't believe that strange and fascinating facts about famous gangsters Ooh. al capone was also known as scarface of course which he hated he wasn't a big fan of that but how did he get the scar he received it in 1917. How did he receive? How did he umbrella. get an umbrella? <laughs> How many, not every question you don't know the answer to is going to be umbrella. Ella, uh, 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 umbrella. I'm either sadly shocked or depressed that you know that song. I must have heard it on the TV at a Super Bowl commercial mm. or something. I don't know. Brelly. You're going to go. Al Capone got his famous scar that runs the length of his face in 1917 through an umbrella. Brelly. Well, it was raining hard and the wind blew it inside out and he caught himself or someone attacked him with it? I want detail. Attacked. He Ooh. was attacked. Like from the Kingsman. Yeah. Yeah. Colin okay. I understand where you're going with this. Mm-hmm. Michelle, you've had plenty of time to think up a decent answer. What are you going to go with? He got cut. 
He did get cut. That's what created a scar. But I'd be interested to know how he... By a knife. By a knife, did he? I'm not sure that's true. I was going to say nail clippers. He got cut. That was his scar, was he? (laughs) You're making it awfully difficult for me to give you the points. He got in a gangster argument. Where? Outside. Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, so you're going to go swimming with the fishes. That's fucking out from Chicago. Wow. He got it in a bar. He said to a woman, honey, you've got a nice ass. And I mean that as a compliment. Her brother was standing there and was not happy and went wading in. I believe it was a knife. But it was a knife wound. I don't think I'm going to give you any points. I'm feeling mean. Yes, this is the Grinch at Christmas. Unlucky. I want details what I want. Wow. On this day in 1874, lawn tennis was introduced. So, for the first time in the history of MQTA Radio, I can't believe that strange and fascinating facts about the game of lawn tennis. Who cares? Who cares? In 1932, Henry Austin shocked a watching Queen Mary by doing this mooning her on the tennis court Ooh. queen mary sat there it's 1932 you've dropped your trousers it's no pants day and you're giving her a mooning yes she had to get the smelling salts apparently the vapors were required because henry austin did this in 1932 and it was outrageous he shook her hand <gasps> you aren't allowed to touch royalty. he blew a kiss to the queen's box Wow! Heather! How dare you mention the Queen's box? (laughs) Unbelievable. I'll give you a clue. (laughs) Every tennis player is now doing this. It's common practice. But this was shocking in 1932. She had to get the vapors. She had to add the fainting couch. She went a delicate shade of white and dropped like a bag of spuds. Mm. Am I going to have to give this to you? He wore shorts. (gasps) Wow. Michelle Corrie. You've gained yourself a two remarkable Fred Perry points. You are now on six. I'm liking the way you're cheating while I'm in the restroom before the show. What time does Sean Connery arrive at Wimbledon? Yeah. Any ideas? Noon. Noon. What are you going with? It's uh, (laughs) tennis. Something to throw. I'm over it. I love throw my squirrel. This show. I love that. Hang on. Wow, violence. There's missiles Anything being else? rained down. Give me the shark. Unbelievable. Ooh. You have uh, the manners of a goat and you smell like a dung heap. Do you remember that from Highlander? Great times. A law was passed in 1495 that did not allow you to play indoor tennis if you were. What there? You weren't allowed to play tennis. Fourteen ninety-five indoor tennis, lawn tennis as we know was invented in the nineteenth century. But indoor tennis, medieval period, a law was passed. You weren't allowed to play, Miss Morris. If you were what? A woman. If you were a woman, you're going to go with that, are you? Bit of sexism there in the medieval period. See how that works? Yes. Michelle Corey, you've been on fire tonight so far. You've got a very nice new balls, please six. How about a commoner? I'm going to give you more points. If you were poor, absolutely. You were not allowed by law to play tennis if you were poor. The only time you could play, there was one day of the year you were allowed to play, and that day was? Wednesday. Wednesday. (laughs) What one day of the year is Wednesday? 
Wow, they really miss those medieval... St. Tennis Day. St. Tennis Day. St. Navaratilova's Day. Yeah. Yes. Christmas. But you had to have permission oh. from your master and it had to be your master's court. So you're not allowed to play tennis in the medieval period if you were poor. Similar to golf today, I believe. John Pius Boland won the first ever tennis gold medal in Greece for the Olympics in 1896. So the first ever Olympics, the tennis event. Good old John Pius Boland, he won that gold medal in the tennis. Why was that odd? Why was that strange? What do you think happened? It's no very, idea. You've got no clue. None. You've got no idea. No. You can't offer up umbrella. No. Cheese. No. The Eiffel Tower. No. You've got nothing. Nothing. Not a thing. Yada. No. Nothing. No. Well, anything you say, Miss Corey, will be taken down and used in evidence against you in a court of tennis law. He didn't have any competitors. That's not a bad shout either. His friend, he was on vacation in Greece, and his friend put his name down to play in the tennis for a laugh, and he won gold medal. Holy moly. That wouldn't happen now. Amateur, you see, back in the day. Quite remarkable. Who's laughing now, right? Right. That was then, but this is now. We get to our favourite part of the show. It's the mailbag. Yay! Yay! Mailbag! Mailbag. These are your comments, your letters. From this week, we love reading out what you've got to say for yourself. If you write to me, go to our Facebook site, More Questions Than Answers, with Adrian Lee. All of tonight's stories, all of the jokes, all of the commentary, all of the cartoons, and many, many stories we can't read out on air are there. But people do write to me weekly on Mailbag, and we love hearing from you, wherever you are in the world. Christy in Minnesota posted, Oh my God, I am laughing my ass off and <laughs> giggling and snorting. Yeah. Excellent show tonight. I love this show. Oh, thank you. Thank you, so Christy. Much. She goes on to say, I was crying at Wheezy, the asthmatic balloon modeling clown. Yay. <laughs> I love Wheezy. That was Wheezy. particular highlight, wasn't it, of last week's show? She's listening, of course, at 10 p.m. Central Time on the Dark Matter Digital Network. Catch us every Friday. We have 100,000 listeners in 190 countries all over the world. Jill in Iowa has written, thank you for being with me on my way home. Jill was driving. We weren't sat with her in the car. Just like uh, you too can listen. You, if you've got a long journey to go on. You can listen to our episodes back to back. They're free. We archive all of our shows. They've been archived for the last five years. So if you're taking a long journey, if you're cutting the grass, if you're in the gym, if you're out in your garden shed, if you're walking the dog, you can go to soundcloud.com and search for MQTA Radio and everything is on there for you. And it's 100% completely free. And if you're listening now on SoundCloud, why don't you press the little orange love heart? Show us how much you like the show. And remember, we do an extra 20 to 25 minutes that we don't do on air because it's laden with naughtiness. Naughty. Innuendo. Innuendos. Filth. Yes, in a round we call Not For Your Mother. These are the stories from around the world that are too naughty to read out. We'd get fined or we would get removed. But you can listen to them as an extra 25 minute, a little Easter egg, if you go to SoundCloud and listen for those. You can find us on other platforms as well. We go on iTunes, Stitcher. If you're listening on iTunes and Stitcher, you can write us a nice review. We would appreciate that. What else are we on? I lose track. iTunes. Buzzsprout. Brussels Sprouts, Spotify. Tune in. If you can't find us, you've Cast only got box. yourself to blame. We're about an inch away from Spotify. Oh, my 
iPlayer. Yes. iHeart. We're all over the place. We're omnipresent. Yeah, go find us. Crystal, Mm -hmm. currently listening in New Orleans, has simply written, great show. Yay, thank thank you. you. Brittany in Minnesota has also added, great show. Lots of little notes this week. We're very happy with that. Mm -hmm. Kevin, our good friend. (gasps) Kevin. Minnesota has also posted, I was going to say, good show. But I passed out after the third bunk. (laughs) He was obviously playing the bell bunk and snort Mm -hmm. drinking game. There was a lot of snorting. And bunking. And bunking last week. So he never made it through, unfortunately. So uh, that was Michelle's first story, apparently. David then added, well, the highlight was the leech up the nose. Oh, oh God. The peeking leech. You went green. (laughs) You actually went green. (sighs) Diana in Minnesota has written my favorite part of the weekend. Jack in Vermont also posted great show. Jerry said one of the best shows of all time. Can't wait to hear the Not For Your Mother section when it's available on SoundCloud. Mm, But you don't have to wait until then, of course. By Jiminy, by Jove, you don't. You can go to our Patreon site. Mm -hmm. This show's free. It'll always be free. But we have many overheads. We have to pay for studio costs. We have to buy paper. All of the platforms we just read out require a sum of money. So if you wish to donate to the show, a single dollar per episode, And there are many things on there that are very wondrous. You can get lots for your dollar if you go and look on there. There's actually extra episodes. Mm -hmm. We've recorded some episodes just of the Not For Your Mother round that will never, ever be aired. So you will have access to episodes that no one has ever heard. But if you go to Patreon, search for MQTA Radio, you can donate a single dollar to the show. You can't buy a Mars bar for that these days, can you? So if you enjoy what we do, if you leave the show, with more than you arrive with. If you have a laugh, if you have a giggle, that's surely got to be worth a hundred new pennies. PJ in Michigan posted, I just became a Patreon family member. Now, I know this won't give me five points on your next show, but I just wanted to add my support to help you all to continue to make Fridays full of joy and laughter. Thank you. PJ, thank you so much. He says he wants to help, even if it's in a small way. Yeah. I think I'm in love with Heather and Michelle. I love you. I love you too. There must be something in the water in Michigan. We've had a lot of Patreon members this week. PJ, Andy, Sam, Judy. Yeah, thank you all for your support. Very thankful for that. And Martin, of course, our good friend in New York. I love Martin. Hello, Martin. We love you. A regular Patreon contributor. But everything's on there for you. You get many wondrous things for your dollar. You get to listen to the show first as soon as it's been aired. We try and get it on Patreon as quick Within as possible. Within a day or two, it's usually yeah. up. Now, you can join our Twitter account at Adrian underscore Lee underscore tips. We have 100,000 listeners on there. You can also find my books if you're looking for a fun, informative, spooky, haunting, history-filled read. You can go and look at my books. If you go to Amazon, search for Adrian Lee. I write the mysterious series of books, Mysterious Minnesota, Mysterious Midwest, but also have the book How to Be a Christian Psychic, What the Bible Says About Mediums, Healers, and Paranormal Investigators. We don't mention YouTube very often, do we? We have some amazing outtakes and some very rare audio on YouTube. If you search for more questions than answers with Adrian Lee on YouTube, you will have the funniest six minutes of your life. This was six minutes of radio that we did several years ago now. Mm. Incredibly funny. So if you go and look that up, it's the man who had the 
Pringles can for an appendage. Yes. His twig and berries yes. was literally a Pringles can. And Lionel Richie. Yes, there's many, many fabulous things on there. And if you like steampunk, I've written two detective novels, two chapters. You can read them, hear them for free. If you go onto YouTube, search for Victorian Detective and Adrian Lee, you can hear those as well. Now, last week I did a talk on the ghosts and hauntings of the Midwest. In Dunn County, we went out to Wisconsin, had a long drive. That's a bit of a trek for me. That's like a nine hour round trip. But I drove out to Dunn County in Wisconsin. We had a full house. There was not a seat to be had. If you go to Facebook, you can see the turnout. But I'd like to thank everyone who organized that. I'd like to thank the Dunn County Historical Society. There's some amazing buildings and some very talented people that live in that area and are working with me. So that's fantastic. That was in Menemone, of all places. Things I never thought I'd ever get to visit and go to when I came from London. There. Now, one of the things I wanted to bring up, this happened on the way home. And I just thought it was funny. I have many problems in this country being understood. You're listening to me now on the radio, right? So someone must be understanding what I'm saying. You would not believe the issues I have in this country being understood. I go and ask for things. I might go to the drive-in. You've heard me tell stories of how I'm trying to order a strawberry milkshake at McDonald's and I'm there an hour and have to end up by saying I want the pink one. You've seen this happen. I was in a cheese shop. If I'm in Wisconsin, I'm going to bring back some cheese, right? It was yes. either that or fireworks, and I have no need for fireworks. Uh. So I'm in the cheese shop. I'm buying my cheese. I'm buying the things I want. I say to the woman, I've got a long journey. I've got four and a half hours coming up, right? I say to the young lady behind the cash register, I said, do you have any restrooms? And she said, no, we don't have any. And <laughs> Being very sarcastic, I said, oh, not to worry. I'll go and have a wee behind the bushes outside. She looked at me very oddly and said, what did you just say? And I asked if you had any restrooms, any bathrooms. She said, oh, I thought you asked if we had any mushrooms. That sounds similar. So if I go, why on earth? It's a cheese shop in Wisconsin. Have you got any mushrooms? Can you imagine her looking out the window? Oh, good God. Here's Sharon, that strange English guy that just asked for mushrooms is having a wee behind the bushes in the car park. It would have been worse if she said, yes, they're in the corner over there on aisle two. That would have been worse, wouldn't it? Mushrooms. Have you got any mushrooms to go with my cheese? That mushroom cheese combination that you read so much about. Mushroom and cheese is good. Yeah. <laughs> mushroom and cheese. Could have mushroom and Swiss, which is the taste of Zurich, apparently. If you lick the sidewalks in Zurich, it's a very similar taste. Now, joining us tonight as a guest this week Uh is the psychologist and chemist, Dr. C. Peters. Dr. Peters will deliver tonight random fascinating facts accessed from his unconscious mind. (laughs) Plowed through. We've plowed through his id. Pray silence, please, for Dr. C. Peters. In Switzerland... It is illegal to own just one guinea pig. There. You leave this show... (laughs) What? ...with more than you arrive with. In Switzerland, it's illegal to own just one guinea pig. Well, good. Yeah, they get lonely. Yeah. Yeah. They're pack animals. That's right. They are pack... Yes, I'm going to go round me up some guinea pig. You see the cowboys. A herd... I'm guinea pig herding. You see them going through the Midwest looking for mushrooms. You smuggle budgies. Well, this is true, but only at the weekend. I don't have to pee, but I will if you pick me up. (laughs) I love skinny pigs. I do too. We're now into the round. That is Mm -mm. ghosts 
and hauntings. And we do not do. Oh, was Michelle? How did you score eight? How did you manage that? You're on fire back there, weren't you? She cheated. I Michelle's didn't cheat. on eight. I'm on a duck egg. And Heather has scored four. Exorcist reveals shocking truth about what demons look like and the humans they possess. As the number of people seeking exorcisms for demonic possessions witness a rise, they also reveal the kind of people demons possess. Hmm. Turning popular theories on its head, Len Walker, who claims to have been removing demons from the possessed for 15 years, said demons look nothing like humans. Well, they're fallen angels, aren't they? If you're looking at biblical evil. So, of course, they look nothing like humans. Angels are not humans. No. It annoys me to a degree. I'm going to get on my soapbox now. Oh, God. Oh, here we go. When people say to me, you know, I've got an angel with me. Mm-mm. Or, you know, I know he's in heaven now and he's an angel. Men can't be angels. We cannot be angels. Angels were created by God. They're an alien, extraterrestrial species. We cannot even righteously attain to be an angel. It's not possible. Len, who calls herself a negative energy specialist, said people who can actually see the creatures are so rare. The truth about demons have barely been documented. The exorcist says she was once possessed herself, which led her to working in this dark, strange area, and gave her an insight into the astral world, which very few can enter. She must be very special. Yes. Special. Special land. The truth is real possession is incredibly rare and it only happens to extremely psychic people. There we go. Do I not recall a part of the Bible where there's a madman running around a cemetery on the edge of town Mm -hmm. and they say to Jesus, there's a man possessed with demons. He's in the cemetery. We're not going to let him into the town. Jesus goes up to the man. He removes the demons. The demon says, you can't kill us because we only die in revelation. And we know who you are. You're the son of God. And Jesus says, yes, I'm aware of all this. I'm aware that I can't kill you, but I can banish you. And then he puts the demons into some pigs. Yes. Those pigs must have been very psychic. (laughs) It's simply not worth the massive amount of effort and time it takes to possess someone if that person can't bridge the gap between this world and the world of the paranormal. Most people who think they are possessed are suffering from some kind of psychosis, but most entity removers can't tell the difference. She added to remove entities, all the work is done on the astral, where only good psychics can see it. One man was suffering from depression and he had 15 spirits attached to him. Well, we've gone from demons to spirits. That was a quick yes, jump, wasn't that it? that was a segue. Yeah, so apparently demons are also spirits of people. Who knew? It's quick, simple and easy. Anyone who pretends differently is a con man or a psychotic themselves and living in the drama. Do I look like a person who's living in the drama? Am I a con man? Am I a Montebank, a snake oil salesman? It would be a good idea if you ask exorcists what a possessing demon looks like. Most will give you a description that one could find in a fantasy comic, the typical demon thing that's nonsense, and right away you will know they are common. Len then goes on to give an insight into the incredibly descriptive way of what they look like. So we all think of them, right? Pointed, tails, horns, red wings. If you think that, you're a con man, right? This isn't what she thinks they are. Oh. She said all entities look kind of the same. A cross between an octopus, a stingray and a jellyfish. Excuse me? <laughs> it's one of those jelly grey pussies you read so much about. A rare beast indeed. 
Excuse me. Oh, oh. Oh, no. Just like an angel, right? These are fallen angels. That'd be one of them stingray jellyfish octopus angels you read so much about. What makes her a specialist again? Because she says she's a specialist. Oh. She's both Duchamp. an old oh. priest and a young priest. She's oh. what? Both an old priest and a young priest. She has both going on. Yeah. She's got it going on, huh? Duchamp said, you know... I am an artist, so I can be an artist. If I call myself an artist, he signed a urinal, remember, and said I'm an artist. I'm a doctor. Yes, you are. Well done. Len added. <laughs> as simple as that, without 12 years of study. That saved you a lot of money, isn't it, in the long run, Dr. Morris? I like it. Len added that only someone capable can remove entities by feel alone. So God does not defeat evil then. And God is not our armor, apparently. Shattered, the good ones can see them because they can go into the astral where they exist. This comes as the Vatican said last month the demands to deliver people from demonic possession had greatly increased across the world. Beware oh, the octopus God. jellyfish stingray, or I don't believe a word they say. Go to our Facebook site, more questions and answers with Adrian Lee, and you can see that interview in full with all the fabulous pictures. I shall give myself She's two points. Bunk for being a little bit informative. Miss Morris has said the B word. If you are playing the Bell Bunk and Snort drinking game wherever you are in the world, 190 countries, you can now take a drink and enjoy your Friday night. Miss Morris, what have you got for me tonight in the round of ghosts? Something more interesting than that. And hauntings more interesting than the jellyfish octopus stingray demons. Russia wins 5-0 over Saudi Arabia in the first game of the World Cup. I see you're trying to talk it up to make it sound interesting. It It was interesting. Well, the reason it was 5-0, of course, is the Saudi Arabian goalkeeper had been convicted for shoplifting. I love this show. I love this show. Well, anyway, on Thursday's opening game of the FIFA World Cup, it was good not only for the host country, but also for a supposedly clairvoyant cat. Clairvoyant yeah. cat. Oh, is this the cat? There's it one every year. Cat. Yeah. <gasps> His name is Achilles, and he lives in the State Hermitage Museum in St. Petersburg. St. Petersburg. That's Saint, a car, isn't it? St. Hamburgersburg. A Wartburg. Russia. Yes. A Wahlburger. Oh. Been there many times. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Where oh. his usual duties include lazing around in between the odd attempt at rat catching during the month-long soccer tournament, which you've been watching every hour of, I've heard, Mr. Lee. To be fair, there's only three games on a day, so I am spreading myself out. You do find yourself watching, like, Iran v. Morocco and wondering where your life is going. Yeah. And- Meaningless football, wall-to-wall for six weeks. It's stopping yes. me from doing things like writing books. And going to the bathroom. Well, I've organized that. I've got like an empty two-litre bottle of Coke by the side of me. It depends, funnel. doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, I see what you've done there. Yeah. You're welcome. Well, during the month-long soccer tournament, however, Achilles is taking on different tasks, making World Cup predictions by choosing between two bowls of cat food, according to the Russian news agency. It's a cat. It's going to eat both bowls of cat food. It's going to, and it's going to claw anybody that comes near. <laughs> Achilles picked Russia over Saudi Arabia in the opening match. Then the national team did their part to make him look good. 
Um, no, Saudi Arabia made them look good. I read Arabia. that when they opened this cat up, there was a much smaller cat inside. And I just, then a littler one. That's and a right. One? And it went all the way down to a guinea well, pig. Yeah, I did read that. Well, not only that, but the cat's deaf. And Hermitage <laughs> officials suggest that gives him an advantage since he's he not can't, he easily can't hear distracted. The well, he's and not... he's not easily distracted. No, so and if we and make as we you... know, deaf people, it heightens their skills, right? Yes. Yeah, so if we just puncture your ears, maybe you can make some accurate predictions. predictions. Wow. Ooh. Going deaf, I'm working on it on almost a daily basis. That's I think by the true. time you know I'm 70, I'll be fully there. What are your Me headphones too. up to now? Say that again. That's right. <laughs> I like having it loud in my ears. Yeah. Then I kind of whisper a little bit oh, more and get kind of dark and yes. gravelly and a little bit deep and it's a paranormal radio show and annoying yeah <laughs> <laughs> probably the best show anywhere in the world oh god well they didn't tell the news agency whether the sight of the national flags might sway his choice but museum veterinarian anna Kondra Djetjavjetja. That'll do. If you say it three times in a row, a genie appears and we get a wish. Told the press that Achilles loves his motherland and couldn't vote otherwise. Or I should say, I love his motherland. No, that's Chinese. I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, you've only got Mongolia in the way, so you're fairly close. Oh, no. Well, anyway, Achilles' prediction may be catnip to Russia and soccer fans, but he has a long way to go before he can be declared top dog among psychic animals because <gasps> that honor still belongs to Paul the Psychic Octopus. The octopus. Well, it turns out that Paul was getting his skills through Satan, of course, because yes. he was, in fact, one of Satan's minions, yes. being yes. a German octopus. Well, did you know in 2010... Paul successfully picked the outcome of eight World Cup games, and he didn't get a single prediction wrong. Not only that, that, he tasted really good as well, apparently. He is so much better than you, Mr. Lee. What, at predicting scores? At predicting anything. You can't predict sex of babies when people ask you or nothing. My fingers aren't long enough. I can't reach (gasps) that far. Oh, no. What's your what's your average now on predicting babies? Zero and seven. <laughs> if I get the next seven right, I'm breaking even at 50%. Oh, you're terrible. I think it's hilarious, though. Wow. Yeah, not, not my greatest skill is predicting the sex no, of babies. No, no. You, you don't even hedge You could get bets. a monkey and it would be able to predict them. We could get a deaf Russian cat would be able to predict the sex of babies better than me. I saw you. Play, I have many wondrous skills. but I saw you play a Ghostbusters... Oh, here we go. Back in Wisconsin. Video game. We were doing a, game. We were doing a talk. We were doing an expo. An expo yeah. And we ended up. At a casino. Was it Treasure Island? I can't remember. No, Turtle Island or something I'll like that. I'll show you yeah. Turtle Island. We're in the middle of nowhere in Wisconsin. There's a Ghostbusters slot machine. You've it got was to, amazing. got to play it, right? Yeah. Do you know within the slot machine, if you get certain things come up, it takes you into other games? Yes. There was a game that said, how psychic are you? Do you remember Bill Murray was holding up the Xena cards and electrocuting some poor guy and he was chatting up the <laughs> That bond. was hilarious. That's the it. scene, right? So I've got to get it right. I've got a 50% chance. I swear, if I went left, it was right. If I said yes, it was no. If I went up, it was down. It was. I. How psychic are you? Oh, I was doing a God, psychic expo. I'm sat in front of an arcade game. How psychic are you? Apparently not. Apparently zero. I should be doing <laughs> yeah, got zero. other things. This is true. It was very funny at the time. It I'm was funny. No one was watching. I wouldn't get any more work, apparently. <laughs> Deaf Russian paranormal cat, or I don't believe that. 
Go to our Facebook site, More Questions Than Answers, with Adrian Lee. Women have been sharing their scariest stories, from having hair stroked by a dead mum to an encounter with a ghostly prostitute. Most of us have had a spooky experience that can't be explained at some point in our lives. Now Mumsnet users have been sharing their scariest stories, and some of them will make your hair stand on end. Not really. The creepy tales flooded in after one user asked for unexplainable, freaky experiences. She kicked off her own terrifying tale set in a lonely cottage when she was a child. She wrote, I was sleeping over at my cousin's house when we were both 11. He lived in a one-story house in the middle of nowhere, surrounded by open, barren fields with no livestock or cultivation. We call that Scotland. We had stayed up late, and at around 3am, we were still awake, talking into the darkness. The bedroom was at the back of the house, and because there were no other houses around, my cousin rarely closed the curtains. Suddenly, something caught our eye through the window, and when we looked out, we could see the beam of a flashlight bouncing around in the field bordering the back garden, as if someone were there walking around. It felt really eerie as there were no roads leading to or from the field just more fields. My cousin opened the window and shouted something out. As he did, the flashlight beam swung around into our direction. We closed the window in a panic and dropped to the floor. We watched in horror as the flashlight beam came through the window, hitting the opposite wall of the bedroom. It stayed there for five minutes, moving slowly back and forth, as if searching for us. After it disappeared, we remained beneath the windowsill for another 20 minutes, too frightened to move in case there was someone in the window looking down at us. Perhaps it was a demonic land stingray. Mm-hmm. There we go. One of the weirdest stories involved a jam-making session. Have you had any spooky jam-making sessions lately? No. There's a whole raft of these stories. You can go to our Facebook site and have a look at them. Vampire Thriller wrote, was making jam and couldn't find the lids to my jars, so I left everything until the morning. I was alone in the house, family in my mother's country on holiday. Also the middle of nowhere. Woke up in the morning, went to look for the lids again. Every jar had a lid screwed on. And in every jar, there was a dead spider. I'm very afraid of spiders. How do you know? Spider jam. Hmm? Spider jam. Spider jam. Does whatever. How do you know? Llama can. He can bleat. He can trot. He's got everything a llama's got. How do you know there's a spider? Like a tarantula? Well, I'm guessing there's a house spider. One last one, because I think these are fun. Ham and cheese baguette rope. When I was about 20, I lived in a flat with my then boyfriend. He was away overseas for work. And when I was home alone, I had a really long, hot shower and came out of the shower into the bedroom. My landline rang and I answered it. It was my mum. What the bloody hell do you think you're doing? Um, What, mum? Answering your phone and heavy breathing and whispering down the phone. I had been in the shower for ages. Sure enough, I checked my mobile, my cell phone, and there was an answered, received call from my mum about two and a half minutes long. Mum swears she could hear heavy breathing and creepy, demonic whispering. I had to phone a friend. I couldn't get to sleep that night. I've just gone cold remembering it. I am not scared of a haunted lid. 
Or I would have run and hid. You decide, go to our Facebook site. More questions than answers. There's a full list of stories on there for you to peruse. Miss Corrie, you're in a runaway lead at the moment. What have you got for me in the round of ghosts and hauntings? There was a bizarre light captured on home security camera in Colorado. The clip shows their patio area during the day where everything appears normal. But when it turns to night, a mysterious light appears in the top left corner of the camera. The narrator explains that it cannot be a bug on the lens as it reflects off the umbrella. We're having a very umbrella-themed night, aren't yes. we? Yes. And it is raining very heavily at the it moment. It is lashing. Bunk orb. Bunk, bunk orb. Bunk. We don't do orbs. This is why we don't do orbs. If you're playing the Bell Bunk and Snort drinking game, you can now have your second shot of the evening. Do continue, Michelle. We may get some more drinks Ooh, in. He goes on to speculate that it is some kind of spirit or energy wave. It was, it was recorded in Black Forest, Colorado, before being shared on Conspiracy Channel, MRMBB333. Hang on, that's the name of an exoplanet. Mm. What are the chances of that happening? Oh, I don't know. After the mom of the family desperately looked for an explanation... Since then, it has racked up more than 50,000 hits. And viewers were quick to offer their own interpretation. Can but, I? Mm-hmm, please do. <laughs> we, we're offering a bit of interpretation now, oh, aren't we? I like I that. Got two yeah. for you. Oh, yeah, yeah, two you points. Do. This is why we can't have cameras in the studio, <laughs> you know that. Yeah. Black Forest has a history of paranormal activity. I'm not surprised, one wrote. Another added, it is a light from a spirit in the forest. Yeah, it isn't. Mm -hmm. But others were not so convinced, believing it may have come from a car headlight or someone using a flashlight. No, they're logical. Mm. An orb light or a crock of strange bugs. You decide. Mm. Go to our Facebook site. Everything <laughs> is there for you. You can comment on that and you can say whether you believe that to be bunk or not. As we come to the end of the round, that is ghost. And hauntings. Michelle is now on 10 wondrous double integer points and wins a spider in a jam jar at the midpoint of our show. I've scored four. And Heather is currently on six and wrestling a jellyfish octopus stingray. We move into the round that is UFOs and cryptozoology. It's green men and hairy beasties. Google Maps. Use a spot. Mysterious woman with alien legs in spooky street. View snap. The eerie image was discovered on Google Maps Street View this week. The web mapping service, which allows people to navigate the globe, took the image of a woman walking past the ancient Mayan ruins in Mexico. At first glance, the blonde woman looks like any other tourist. Wearing a short white dress, her long hair flows down her back as she walks around, looking at the ruins. However... When you look at the picture from the knees down, it looks completely bizarre. The woman's legs are bent at a strange angle, forming a V-shape. They appear to be bent backwards at the knee, in a way normal legs could never do. Must be an alien. The image, which has gone viral, has Reddit users discussing what it might be. One person speculated the woman might be an alien, just like in science fiction films. They wrote, it's not a glitch, it's one of those aliens from The Arrival. However, the person who posted the thread seemed to have found a more practical explanation. They wrote in the thread title, I wonder if it's some type of glitch. That wouldn't be the first time a Google Maps glitch has left users scratching their head. A glitch with the woman's leg, or watch out, she's just laid an egg. You can see the woman <laughs> striding around God. the monuments 
of the ancient Mayan capital with alien legs. If you go to our Facebook site, more questions than answers with Adrian Lee. Miss Morris, what have you got for me tonight in the round of bunk? You can have another drink. We're three shots in to the show. What have you got for me tonight in the round of Green Men and Hairy Beasts? New images released by NASA's Curiosity rover <gasps> has triggered debate over the prospect of life on Mars. I love her. Is there life on Mars? Mars. Yes. Apparently. Video footage is believed to show something moving across the surface of the red planet. Conspiracy, conspiracy theorists. You know, those people. Yeah have claimed the images are proof an animal has been seen running in the red dirt. But the planet has been hit by a massive dust storm in recent weeks, triggering questions if the object is related to that. The object appears to be visible, then vanishes in other images, just like Bugs Bunny. They are? Yeah. Road yes. runner. Yeah. Meet me. Do you know the way to Albuquerque? No, I don't. No. What do you do? Go south and you've got to do a left at some point after like 12 hours of driving. <laughs> well, the images were played side by side on YouTube, UFO sighting channel, Secure Team 10. Take the last train to Bunksville and I'll meet you at the station. Well, that started sparking debate over what it was. One commenter said, what if other civilizations are inspecting Mars alongside us? So they think aliens are inspecting Mars while we're trying to search for aliens on Mars. It's I have no idea what so they're doing. So we're seeing aliens on Mars, but the sole reason they're there is because they're doing archaeology. Yes. That's yes. a really good film right there, isn't it? Ooh. I like the idea of that. Ooh, copyright it. Yeah, that's an excellent idea. Yeah. Let me get my pen. Spielberg. Yes. I'm going to make yeah. us rich. Yeah. Oh, mind you, that's nearly the film of Aliens, isn't it, to a degree? Yeah. Okay, I'll stick with my first plan. Another said something is alive on Mars. Ah, ah, ah. Is there life on Mars? <laughs> One viewer said, what if... Mars used to have everything that we have now, but something happened. <laughs> Said Professor Hawkins. That destroyed it all, that made everyone evacuate to Earth and start all over again yes. with batteries. Yes, oh. the sort of thing that's going to keep me awake all night. I know. <laughs> you go near my honey hole, my sing. You're saying I'm, I'm, I'm going to shoot you, you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> what? Where are you trick or treating you on your mountain dew? You want to go mudding? Mudding? <laughs> We've fishing. just had Mother's Day. <laughs> no, that's noodling. Noodling? Yeah, I'm out of my depth. Fishing. I have to say, I'm a little bit scared. That's... When I get my bearings, then I'll really panic. This is just What about your shock. berries? Yes, I need to find them, apparently. <laughs> well, the planet has been hit by one of the thickest dust storms ever observed on Mars in recent weeks. As everything's just changing, isn't it? The weather's whack-a-doodle. Even everywhere. on Mars. Yeah, well, the storm caused NASA's Opportunity rover to suspend science operations for now. So, yeah. I hope she'll be okay. Yeah, I know. So, yeah. I'm sure the plugs will need changing and the carburetor. And we the air filter is probably blocked, I would think. We've seen aliens and aliens looking for aliens on Mars now. I like the idea so. of landing and seeing aliens doing archaeology on another planet. Yeah. It's not their own planet. It's a really cool idea. I yeah. like the idea. Animals in red dirt or so bad it hurt. What was that? Was that Sorry, I'm having, I'm having a stroke. I do apologize. <laughs> Don't dish me, your chief. Proper shanty, man. Are you Jeez. five-o? 
What in the heck? <laughs> Michelle, what have you got for me tonight in the round of Green Men and Harry? Oh, pasties. I'm excited. I, I can tell. Uh-huh. Terrifying beast spotted walking through Louisiana woods, guys. Nice. In the clip, a film crew investigate a scene in Louisiana woods, United States of America. Was it laying cable again? Mm, no, the host wears a GoPro on his head, saying he has seen something move to his left, and the footage supports that. In the distance, a figure appears to walk from left to right into the trees. Yeah, I came for a wee. The large black figure is believed to be the ape-like being, also known in North American folklore. Folklore? Folklore. (laughs) I I prefer the spoon lore. Yeah. You'll be getting some knife lore lore in a minute. Mm -hmm. As Sasquatch. Sasquatchaton. Sam Squanch. Sam Squanch. Yep. The clip is dated to April 2016, but it has gone viral after it was shared on YouTube. After two years? Yep. He had two years to doctor <laughs> it up, I guess. Two years of drinking yeah. and what your brains. Like, <laughs> trying to forget what happened. Looks like a winner, a real McCoy, one viewer said, while another added, nice catch. Where was this at? Louisiana. Louisiana. Oh, that's not a Sasquatch. That's a skunk ape. That's a punk wodgie. That's no, it's a puck wudgie for the puck. millionth time. No, this is a punk wudgie. He's got like a mohican. It's folklore. Oh. <laughs> Ape like man, all we're doing the best that we can. To, go to our Facebook site. More <laughs> questions than answers. I roll back into her head. <laughs> if you go to our Patreon site, you'll be able to give Miss Morris more alcohol. Oh, this can't be enough, can it? This is the now the round we call. The strange and the bizarre. It's the stories from around the world that are too good not to read out. But don't fit easily into any other category. Michelle's on 12. I'm on 4. Miss Morris is on a nice round symmetrical 8. Florida man gets bizarre tattoo. Florida! Of a pair of nipples on his buttocks. A Florida man has become an internet sensation after getting nipples tattooed on his bottom. Daniel Harris, 30, got the hilarious ink done at Mink House Tattoo Company in Vero Beach. He was tattooed by his friend Mink Tyner, who has been running the shop since at least June 2015. She uploaded footage of Daniel's backside to more than 1,000 followers on Instagram. Mink captioned it, when you have that one redneck friend that lets you tattoo nipples on his butt cheeks. She's reported to have pitched the idea to Daniel after seeing a post referencing nipples on butt cheeks on social media. Daniel, her friend of five years, was apparently quick to say yes to the experiment. Experiment? That's permanent, I might add. There's no experiment. She also shared a picture of the finished article on Facebook where it had social media users in stitches. I would advise that he doesn't go to prison anytime soon. Right on. Sensible nipples on the butt or the man's a nut. You can't decide <laughs> if you go to our Facebook site because Facebook took it down this week. Yeah. They said it was inappropriate and it had nakedness in it. Oh. But I'm sure if you look for tattoos, nipples, Florida and buttocks, you will find everything you're hoping for. And much, much more. <laughs> That's the first time in the history of this show that Facebook has removed and blocked. I've seen so much worse. All it is is a nipple tattooed on an arse cheek. That's right. all you're seeing. There's yeah. nothing else there. No. Unbelievable. Miss Morris, what have you got for me tonight in the round of S&B? Mm. 
A 20-year-old returned home after three days away to find that his family was mourning his death. Oh. Oh, I hope they put a nice spread out for him. I bet they'd split up all his possessions and had them away pretty quick. Three days, huh? Yeah. Look, I've got his guitar and his air pistol. I'll have his metal detector. Juan Ramon Alfonso Penoya of Santa Teresa. Hang on, he's the left back for Mexico. He played against Germany this week. Had had been last seen on Thursday when he left his family home on the Brazilian border without telling anyone where he was going. How much is a Brazilian? That's like a gazillion, but more, isn't it? The area is particularly dangerous due to disputes between drug gangs and when Pinoya failed to return home, his family grew concerned that something may have happened to him. When the police officers later discovered a burned body in the local vicinity, their worst fears seemed to have been realized and arrangements were made to hold a remembrance service. (laughs) They were all in for the surprise of their lives, however, when Pinoya arrived back home. Surprise! Right right in the middle of his own wake with the crusty body there. (laughs) To see his family members mourning over the unknown toasty. The unknown toasty. Yes, yes. Or crusty. Crusty. The clown. Crusty. We had Wheezy last week. Yeah. We might as well have Krusty this week. Krusty and Wheezy, the double act of clowns. That's right. The body has since been returned to the local morgue. Still don't know who that dude... Yes, yeah, someone's missing somewhere along the line, aren't Nobody's they? missing him, apparently. As for Panoia, his exact whereabouts during the time he was missing continue to remain a mystery. Aliens! Mm. Aliens abduction! He was on Mars. Yes. Doing some archaeology. I shall give you two remarkable points. Toasted Mexican man. Or only went to the can. You (laughs) decided to go to our Facebook site. Sorry? (laughs) For three days. Yes. I had a tortilla. I just think they jumped the gun a little. (laughs) You had a cheesy gordito crunch, didn't you? I've been to Walmart for longer. (laughs) Crikey, I get home and you're selling off all my stuff. Unbelievable. We now come to the part of the show that we call Not For Your Mother, which means you have now found us on one of our social media platforms. If you're listening right now on SoundCloud, why don't you press the little orange love heart and show us how much you appreciate the show. If you're listening on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, you can leave us a nice review. You can cut and paste the link and tell the whole wide world on your social media that you're listening to the only paranormal news quiz show anywhere in the world if your mother's of a nervous disposition if you've got small minors in the room they need to be removed you have been warned these are the stories from around the world that are laden with filth and naughtiness a blundering bloke suffered an epic foul whilst trying to flog his microwave he shared snaps of the kitchen appliance online but didn't realize his reflection could be seen in the photo To make matters worse, he wasn't wearing any clothes when he took the picture. Cooking a hot dog. When the microwave, (laughs) that's going to explode, isn't it? I don't understand that. Ready. There, he's had three minutes. Put some dang pants on. But but it's no pants day today. The Taiwanese man made the unfortunate error when posting to a buy and sell Facebook group. The shared picture of the item he was flogging alongside the caption, brand new microwave, appliance cabinet size, never used, pick up or meet, 
both possible. While the seller hoped his post would attract plenty of attention, it didn't quite get the reaction he was expecting. He just had a little reaction? Just a small, just a small small reaction. Um. He was in Taiwan, just saying. The nudist didn't seem to realise that a reflection of his penis could be seen in the photo. Unfortunately for the Facebook user, bargain hunters found it a lot easier to spot the X-rated disaster. The seller's cringy picture swept the web before he had a chance to take the listing down. Upon seeing the snap, one Facebook commenter joked, that's one clean microwave door. <laughs> Another added, I suddenly feel the need to buy a microwave. Oh, God. <laughs> <sighs> Just a shiny microwave door, or it's nearly touching the floor. You decide you can go to our Facebook site, More Questions and Answers, with Adrian Lee, and the photograph of the microwave is there for you, and I understand it's still available. Miss Morris? Yes, I have a comment. You have a comment to make? I saw a picture today, and I laughed. You saw a picture today? And you gave the disclaimer about the adult thing, usher all the kids out and everything, right? Yes, this is the round not for your mother that we can't read out on air. So, somebody had a sign put on their car window, and it said, you park like shit. By the way, I put my balls on your door handle. Nice. Wow. Wow. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> Can you imagine rubbing your junk on the door handle? Thinking about stepbrothers. Yeah. <laughs> on his drum kit. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine a police officer? What you doing there, boy? Nothing. Rubbing my Rubbing junk. my balls <laughs> on he his... He like crap. <laughs> I think everybody should have that. What? Rubbing their balls on someone's door handle? Actually, isn't it our friend Martin? Martin of the yes, show. Yes, love Martin. Loves to get copies of coloring book pages. And so when people don't park in between the lines. Yes. What does he write on it? He always. He it's puts, very clever. He puts it on their window and he said, um, it looks like you need practice. Staying within staying the lines. Staying within the lines. <laughs> he puts it on there. Yeah, great. He must be Minnesotan because that's passive aggressive. Right? That's, that's a very Minnesotan trait, is that? Thank you, Martin. Yes, that makes, makes me laugh. I'm becoming passive aggressive just through osmosis. Miss mm-hmm. yeah. Morris, what have you got for me tonight in the round of Not For Your Mother? Well, there are some pretty bizarre rituals we undertake, and I'm not falling in this we. Just letting you know, I'm not. You're not in the royal we. <sighs> All in the name of beauty. Uh-oh. Of what? We beauty. 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 Oh, I told oh, you, I've turned up your headphones as loud as they could and go. And it sounded like beer day. You've got a foreign accent and you don't pronounce your words no, properly. No, you just can't hear. For the millionth time, please get a hearing aid. Please. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's Lord. coming through. A story about flogging a microwave? Yes, yes. this is true. Yes. we have little fish nibble at our gnarly disgusting feet mr lee botulism injected into our faces and smoother (laughs) smoother ourselves with blood Mm. (laughs) you're gonna smoothie yourself i love it look at me smoother (laughs) that uh fish who eat dead skin cells thing they zebra fish aren't they way cheaper than a funeral oh yeah that's very true yeah and you can take them back when you're finished to well, say I don't want them anymore. all in the name of soft <laughs> skin and a youthful glow, right? Mm-hmm. But one woman's so-called acne cure has to be one of the most bizarre <laughs> and unpalatable Hold it. so far. Hold yeah. it. Oh. Okay. Are you all right. ready? Yep. 
Get the bucket! Got her. All right. The unnamed American woman and dog lover claims drinking her dog's urine helped her clear her bad acne. (laughs) Your skin looks great, but your breath's terrible. How'd you catch it? Do you have to run around with a bucket? How'd you, you get do. it? You do. She had a little cup, and every time her dog <laughs> oh, it goes to God, it's gone all over me hands. Look, it's gone on me sleeve. It's <laughs> like acid. It's burning. It's that hot. Honestly, it's gone all up my sleeve. I've got, got I've got an inch in my cup. I catch have. Just it. That's that's liquid gold. That is liquid gold. Don't waste it. What about if you gurgled with it and passed it on to the next person? Oh, <laughs> yes. Let's have a dog wee daisy chain. Hurrah. Ooh. Oh, can you imagine? <laughs> During the winter time, she'd have like a urine slushy. There. Oh, nice. You're wondering slushy, Mr. Simpson. Yes. What if you get it just fresh from the sauce? You could bypass the cup, cut out the middle man and just get Do on the floor. Do you have it like a morning tea? There. It's a little tart, isn't it? Ooh, is it extra strong in the morning? Oh, dog wee. Yes, dog wee. Mr. Dog wee. <laughs> <laughs> In a in a video where she details in a video where, where she yeah she you can watch her drinking it too where she details her theory for why this has worked for her she says well god darn it many of you have asked me how I've always looked so good how my makeup always look like this is so perfect I'm guessing that's and, Vermont. And how I always have this natural glow. Natural glow. Mm, happy to share her beauty secret. She then collects a cup full, huge, ginormous, overflowing, dripping on her fingers from her dog. This is a joke that she's getting other people then to do this, and she's faked it, and she's and actually using then she mellow yellow. It. Oh, get it down, you boy. Mm, Look, your skin's never looked better, little sweetheart. Tart. Oh, it's warm. I can't drink. Do you drink your own or someone else's dog? <laughs> I think she shares. Oh. St. Bernard. Christ, that'd be weird. Great a gallon. <laughs> What's a hospice? I don't know, about two gallons. Well, there's more. Wait, Michelle, there's more. Oh, good. She's gone green. Look at her. After seeming to finish the cup. Get it down, yeah. She continues. Until I first drank my dog's pee. I was depressed. Yeah, I was and depressed. Sad, and I had some bad old acne. Fair enough. But then she offers some questionable facts about dog urine and its properties, saying dog pee also has it has a vitamin A's and it had vitamin E's. So does milk. And then it has it has something dog like milk. I, I'm trying to think here right now. Something like ten grams of calcium in it. And it also helps... I can help you with that, sweetheart. Did you know that it will help you to cure your cancer? Really? So as long as you drink dog pee... Dog pee cancer cure. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. I'll sell it. I can sell it now. Gold dust. Yeah, I'm going to catch it. In a sponge and you can squeeze it out. Spongy. What's the correlation between drinking dog pee... And the pores of your skin suddenly improving. Well, she's obviously a chemist. Well, you can tell, can't you? She is a chemist. Can't you tell? Warm glow, soft skin. Or I'm not falling for that again. Go to our Facebook site, More Questions and Answers oh, with Adrian Lee. Miss Curry, <clears throat> what have you got for me tonight in the round of Not For Your Mother? All right, guys. Summer is here and women are preparing for bikini season. Nice. Mm, with dog yeah, No. 
No, Summer's no, here. It's no. rained solidly for seven days. The man next door is building an ark. I've right. got trench foot and you've got web feet forming. I do. In their mission to get super smooth skin. Lovely. Many take the time to shave or wax. Straight down to Not the Not really. Looks like a plucked chicken. Look at it. Put it away. But sadly, these hot weather rituals don't always last long because they can lead to razor rash and ingrown hairs. These are champagne Ooh, problems, aren't they? Yeah. I bet they're not having these problems in Senegal at the moment. Yeah. It's speed bumps. Yeah. Your diet may affect how things smell down there. Like dogweed diet. So Ooh. maybe steer clear of the garlic before a night of passion. Why? Well, you know. You don't want things to... Become spicy? Odor, yes. <laughs> my eyes are stinging. What the? What have you... My eyes, I can't see. I'm blind. My <laughs> eyes. How am I supposed to protect myself against vampires? Don't go out at night. Lock your bedroom door. Close the window. Or just don't okay. take them home with you. There. Um, you can go to Dairy Queen and bring one home. That sucks. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> To overcome the irritation associated with hair removal, a skincare company has launched a brand new range. Bear Derma is the brains behind the Super Vagina Kit. Mm, mine wears a cape. Yeah, in the winter. <laughs> <laughs> it's your utility belt in your back cave I'm worried about. Wow. Which promises to keep you downstairs in tip-top condition. A1. Yes. I don't lift weights. You don't lift weights? Yeah. You can okay. get those on Wish. Yes. All these things are possible. <laughs> Vag weights? Yes. Yes, you can get them, yeah. For what? Oh, is that to help your Kegel muscles? Yes. Kegel? Kegel? Kegel Potato, exercise? potato. Yeah. yeah. La, 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 la. I'm hear loving you. it. <laughs> <laughs> Hold the garlic. <laughs> I'll take all the Big Mac. Wrong <laughs> with you? Oh god! The twenty-nine ninety-nine pound bundle includes four products: a natural, intimate, purifying cleanser made from dogweed. Yep. Intimate bump-free scrub. Bump-free scrub. Yep. Intimate perfecting calming mask for your vagina. Yeah, it ain't got a face. Why do I got to put a mask on? You say that but it's winking it? at me at the moment. Why do I got to put a mask on? It's not going to rob anything. Yeah. Put the money in the bag and no one gets hurt. Cuz it's a super vagina. I want to see the lineup. Going I, incognito. Can number 5 step forward and hold the gun? Ooh, I did a story about a vagina with a gun. Yes, you did. <laughs> Vagina's got a gun. And nice. it was loaded, remember? It was, I do recall. <laughs> yep. You were here. I was. It was your story. No, it was my story. Yes, she did. Oh it was Florida God. and she pushed a gun up her to stop oh, the police. Oh, yeah, that's right. From yes. finding then it. he put her in a tote. <sighs> what? 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 No. She's confused. Yeah, they took her to Sorry. prison. She's mm. just thinking about her Christmas wish list here. This oh. is stocking fillers, isn't it? Oh, oh, I was thinking about the lady with no legs in the tote. I thought she had a oh, gun yeah. in her badge, too, but she Oh, was... she may have done. <laughs> it's known as the place to hold them. Apparently, police are looking into it. You gotta know no where to hold them. I love... no when to I'm going to ban drinking. I am. I'm going to ban drinking from this oh, show. Okay. I'm not showing up anymore. Yeah. Mm. All right, and we also have an intimate resurfacing 
lightning cream. <laughs> so, geez, if you need some massive Ooh, repairs down that's there. That's the vag bleach that we yeah, talked about. Yeah, vag bleach. Nice. Yeah. According to the website. It looks angry. I've got to say, it yeah. does look angry. Mad. Yeah. Arby's. Don't, don't want an angry driver. <laughs> <laughs> No one, no one say it. No, I don't want anyone saying it. Everyone can think it. No one say it. You mean the horse run? No. No one you say mean it. The no, stop. <laughs> You're twitchy. <laughs> we have the meats. <laughs> Got the meat sweats, Diane. Okay, according to the website, this should help to deal with hyperpigmentation, ingrown hairs, redness, and irritation. I've never looked. Yeah, we'll get neither. a mirror. We'll have a, like, we'll have a good old gander. Huh. See what we look like down here. Bizarrely, the You brand... don't have one. Do you? I was looking at yours, not mine. You said see what we look like down there. I was yeah, using the, the royal collective. The collective, right. I'll get a mirror. We'll all have a look. Maybe. Maybe. I'm going to prize it off the toilet door. Yeah. Bizarrely, the brand even claims that your vagina will look younger if you use the ointments. Every wrinkle's an inch. (laughs) Do you know they have vag lifts? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Is they're really heavy? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I've got an hernia. Uh, This is how burn victims get their ears. No, it's to shrink the lips. I didn't know that was a thing. Apparently, it's a thing. If they're really long-lipped ladies. For God's sake. Yeah, vascular. It's vascular. Win. Yeah. Like they stick out of your... The answer, my friend, is blowing in the wind. Why am I here? Why am I here? The answer is flapping in the wind. Lovely. Like screen doors in a hurricane. Oh, you're going to have someone's eye out. Can't go back to that restaurant. <laughs> the product description reads, Bear Derma's Super Vagina Vagical Range is expertly formulated and tailored to meet the specific demands of intimate skin. Wow. Ultimately, Bear Derma's Super Vagina Range will help to keep your vagina fresher, younger, and smoother, and even toned. So will you be giving the quirky products a go? Did you say it was super vagina? Yeah. Ooh, alter ego. Yeah. That's Clark why they wear the mask. Yeah, it's Clark Clint. That's why you Clint. need the mask. <laughs> Irritating hair removal. Oh, I don't believe that at all. Florida woman. Uh, yeah! Shoots her estranged husband in the testicles. Kimberly Dunn, 35, shot her estranged partner after he confronted her at her home in Lake City, Florida, back in October 2017, whilst trying to retrieve the cooler. After arriving at her house, along with his brother, however, the unnamed man discovered Dunn had been trying to sell the air conditioner on Facebook. Dunn's husband then lost his cool and tried (gasps) to unhook the machine from its mounting, prompting her to sit on it in protest. The man and his brother attempted to shift her from the unit, but his wife who had both a stun gun and a pistol on her person, attempted to electrocute them. Before she could pull the trigger, however, 
Her brother-in-law struck her on the head, sending her crashing to the ground with both weapons. She then reached for the handgun, firing a single shot in the direction of her husband, which struck him in the testicles. According to the police report, Dunn's brother-in-law then screamed, You shot my brother! and began choking her until she blacked out. Dunn was arrested and taken to the Columbia County Jail after the violent incident at her home in Lake City, Florida. Her ex was then rushed to hospital, and he has since made a full recovery. On this Thursday, Dunn was arrested for failing to show up in court for the shooting incident. She faces an additional charge of contempt of court. The court day has been and gone, and some of us were fools. She held a pistol in her hand. Has anyone seen my balls? No. Great Kimberly's got a gun, or I'm done. (laughs) Heather Morris, you have the last story of the show. What have you got for me tonight in the round of World NFM? Cup again. World, World Cup. Cup again. More World Cup stories. FIFA. Soccer theme tonight. It is. Underwear company has been slammed for making knickers that vibrate at goals to get women into the World Cup. <laughs> oh my God. How do I rush a pair here? Do they have them on Amazon? You wouldn't have been able to get out of the house during the Russia-Saudi Arabia game. That was 5-0. <laughs> I know. Would have been amazing. You told me this is no pants day. This is no panties day today. I would switch. You would. That would make me switch. I guarantee. No, in your luck. I already love soccer. Well, you'd sit and watch the first nil-nil draw, wouldn't you? Now, in your luck, that's what would happen. No, I always win. Always win. She loves her soccer. I do love my yes. soccer. That's why I've won for how many years now? Yes, yeah, so we're not going to talk about the Fantasy Football League. You keep beating me on year in, year out. It's three? It's Is it three more or four? than it's four. Oh, good. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, Lingerie Company has launched an unusual product they believe will encourage women to get into football. Yes. Yes, we will. <laughs> yeah. Mexican underwear retailer Vicky Form have created a pair of knickers that vibrate when footballers score a goal during the World Cup. Their latest creation called Siente El Huego, I think, uh, has unveiled ahead of the World Cup kickoff on Thursday a racy advert. The video begins by informing viewers that every year, four million couples separate because of football. Wow. Hmm. I did not know that. That's a lot. But it then cuts to a man and a woman discussing the problems football causes in their relationship. The woman describes her partner as sick because he turns on the TV and then no one else exists, Mr. Lee. Wow. Huh. Just me and my dog. And the football. Yeah. And... If somebody tries talking to you at all. It's only on every four years. For the love of God, you can allow me to have six (laughs) weeks every four years, the four of you. Six hours a day. What's wrong with that? For six weeks. I'm getting on with my work. I'm sat there writing. I've got me laptop. Some people need answers. Mm -hmm. Like, should we be purchasing this for the show? Well, if you leave a message on my answering machine, I'll get back to you at the end of the week. Well, whatever. Or six weeks. Or six weeks. At the end of six weeks. Yeah. Whatever comes closest. Uh, She continues, what's wrong with him? Because of football. A narrator then informs them that Vicky Form have found a solution to get them both into the match. She says, we have created the first pair of knickers that let you feel the passion. 
of the game, and I would totally feel the passion of Hey, Mum, I bought you a new pair of drawers for Mother's Day. Try them on. We're watching England play. How does uh, it know? I'm assuming there's a signal that when the goal is scored, someone in Moscow presses a button and all the knickers around it's the world. It's Bluetooth. It's, it's, it's Bluetooth. It's probably like an app or yeah, something. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The knicker. Well, ooh, how about this? I think it might have an answer. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Who knew? The knickers are linked to a robot that interprets the action and transform it into vibrations in real time. The robot makes the knickers move transformers knickers in More disguise than meets the eye oh there's a lot of meat in the eye isn't there well the clip then shows a couple watching a football match while the woman is wearing a pair of the knickers as the match becomes more intense the woman becomes more and more stimulated until a foul causes the vibrating to abruptly stop so you can't have a foul otherwise no more vibration she jumps up and begins shouting at the television, penalty, blind referee. <laughs> what was he thinking? That went over the line. What's wrong with you? Where's your glasses? Honest to God, that was in the back of the net. Her partner is overjoyed that she's taking an interest and affectionately takes her hand while they watch, moving closer oh my God. on the sofa. The risque TV spot has been met with outrage on social media with many blasting it as sexist. I personally think it's brilliant and I would love to have a pair while watching the game. It's empowering women all over the world. Which one would you get? Harry Kane. them with AA batteries. Yes. It comes with its own car battery, apparently. 12 volt. I want a 12 volt. And I would get the Harry Kane pair. Thank you. Harry Kane. (laughs) Vibrates on every go. Or make soccer less dull. You what decide. are you talking about? I'm not done yet. We women also like sports, <laughs> not gender you're on your stereotypes. Third page. I really feel as if you're investing a lot of time and energy into this story. But I wanted to tell you how much I love Harry King. I'm pleased to hear that. He's and a spud-faced chancer is what he is, and he's lucky to score. He's my secret boyfriend, and if it weren't for him, England would not have won the last game. <sighs> I love him. Spud-faced chancer. I love him. Well, all good things come to an end. So let us look at tonight's scores in last place with the K2 meter with the dead battery and a whole series of jars with spiders in with their lids on is myself who scored a very lowly and very disrespectful six in second place. Miss Morris has scored eight, but our runaway leader tonight winning the $33,000 IR camera in resplendent first place is Michelle, who reached the hedonistic heights of 12 and has won some vouchers to get a tattoo of a nipple on her ass. Great. Do not fear, listener. Remember, we are back with a whole new bunch of stories next week at the same time. And I would love for you to join me for a fun and informative journey through the world of the paranormal, strange, intriguing, bizarre and weird. Please tell your friends and family about the show and feel free to contact me anytime via my Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee. You can also join my Twitter account at Adrian underscore Lee underscore tips and if you now go to soundcloud go to soundcloud.com search for mqta radio we're now going to stay in the studio and do an extra 20 to 25 minutes of the show and around we call not for your mother that you cannot access any other way and it's the stories from around the world laden with naughtiness innuendo and you would not want your mother to hear them 
My gratitude and greatest thanks are extended to Lorna Hunter, Heather Morris, Yaton Drainer, Michelle Curry, Chad Peters, and all at the International Paranormal Society in Paranormal.net, and all of the show's sponsors, including the Lakes Area Paranormal Interest Group and MUFON of Minnesota. You have been listening to More Questions Than Answers, the only paranormal news quiz show anywhere in the world. With your host, Adrian Lee, we are the very best in paranormal news, radio, entertainment. We are the light before the darkness. It just remains for me to say thank you for listening and remember, be interested and interesting. Good night. Good night.